Welcome to This Week in Sports with Eric and Cousin Dave and special guest, the OG co-host, Jordan Angie. Welcome back. Thanks, man. I miss you guys. Sorry, it's been like six months, <laughs> but I wouldn't miss this one for the world. Yeah, no, this is the one that you really wanted. Um, it's one of my favorites, um, one of my favorite times of year as well. NFL Draft Week. Love it. Um, but before we get into that, um, some brief sports re- news recap. Um, let's start with the big one. History in Motown. Miguel Cabrera joins the 3000 Club, 33rd member to do that. Seven to be the member of the 500 3000 Club. And the only 3500 Triple Crown Club member. So really awesome to watch that over the weekend. Um, guys? I think it's great. I mean, to see a pure player like that again, man, I mean, we're not going to see it again. You and I talked about it the other day, and it was like, this guy, no, that guy, no. So I just, I've always had a lot of respect for Miguel Cabrera. He's one of those players that you can't hate him. So all the love in the world and respect. Congratulations to him. Yeah, and a sport that that almost invites cheating into it. He's he's been clean, um, no allegations, no no sniffs, nothing on a guy that's done it the right way. And I've been fortunate enough as being a Tiger fan to to kind of watch him, watch him um, just be dominant, be great. And he uh, he's delivered. He's clutch. He's done everything that you can ever ask for for a for a superstar player on, on your team. I just I wish we would have got him that got him that ring. I know he already got one down in Florida. I really wish we would have got him one in Detroit. Deserves every every praise and every accolade you can you can throw on him. And uh, I hope I hope we get a few more years of his of, of happy Miggy and, and good Miggy. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, just really awesome. I know there are some. It was just really cool. Um, Jose Iglesias gave him the ball. Um, they're really good friends, obviously from their time in Detroit. They talk every day, um, so it's just really fitting to see that. Um, but yeah, that was just, that's awesome to finally see some Detroit sports hasn't had much, um, but the past two years, seeing Miggy hit 500, get his 3000th hit, um, definitely great, um, to see that. Um, but yeah, that's really the big one right there. Um, hit very historic moment baseball. I mean, I think now this is like that. This is that 300th win club. I don't know if we're going to see this again. That's kind of where the game is. Um, they, you look at the guys closest to him. I mean, Robbie Cano is closest, but and with his suspensions, with his age, there's uh, just no way. Um, and then it's like distant everyone else. <laughs> so... It's just awesome, and uh, yeah, uh, and then we'll uh, and touch on some brief NBA re- recaps. Uh, Golden State can complete the sweep. Brooklyn's going for the sweep. New Orleans giving the Suns a series um, without Booker. Uh, Memphis collapsed, putting Toronto right back in that series. So there's some 
good basketball out there. Dave? Yeah, there's some great basketball going on um, as we speak. Um, Celtics are playing for the sweep. And, yes, the, the, I know the story is, is, is Brooklyn this, um, Ben Simmons hates, um, is KD, is KD an alpha, yes or no, et cetera, et cetera. And there's still people still talk about the Lakers for every reason. But you got to watch this Boston team. This Boston team is playing phenomenal. And this proves with the when you watch people grow, like, like Tatum, and watch him find his own groove and become a top 10 player in this league. And just the defense are playing. I, I was listening to a podcast this morning and their defense per 100 possessions is, uh, is rivaling the, uh, like the 99 Spurs, the 04, 04 Pistons, um, 91, 91 Bulls, 89 Pistons. I know those scores were back then were a lot lower, but per possession and with, with different advanced stats, they're, they're somewhat equal. And, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a special special little moment for them, especially because this team was 500. They were an average team three and a half months ago. Um, that's a great series. Um, the uh, the stuff that going down in uh, Phoenix after everybody gave them a walk in the park. It seemed like I mean, oddsmakers had them as as uh, as low as even money to make the NBA finals, which is unheard of in a in a in a, in a tournament in a three round tournament to get there. They could, they could have some trouble. Chris Paul is going to get blamed again for this. Probably not, probably will if they lose, but it's not right. I mean, the best player is Booker. He, he's out. There's a lot of good things. I know, Eric, you and I texted a little bit yesterday about the Golden State and how fun the Warriors are to, to play. And they are. They're, they're great. Just passing. They're on fire behind the three-point line. Curry's still 100%. And what he did in the fourth quarter yesterday was, was amazing. And they they they'll get they'll finish off uh, Denver. I'd imagine here the next next game or so. But yeah, a lot of good things. And as the as the next series ramps up here next weekend, it's, it's going to even get better. I think. Absolutely. Um, but we'll uh, we'll get into it um, with the the mock draft here, and uh, we've got a. Uh, We've got every third pick to our own. Dave, you're leading off. The Jacksonville Jaguars with your mock is on the clock. This was real fun. I appreciate you guys letting me be part. That's my first one. I've listened to you guys do this last couple couple of times, and uh, I'm real excited to be part of this. And real quick before I do my pick, um, I went back and forth this one a little bit because I just think this draft – isn't that great? I don't, there's a couple guys that are, that could be phenomenal, but I think the bottom would be reaches. And with the Jacksonville Jaguars in particular, um, I know this, it was reported maybe a half an hour to an hour ago from uh, Adam Schefter about how they were going to get away from maybe Hutchinson and they want to go for the, uh, the higher upside, lower floor. I just think when it comes down to it, with all the shit that happened last year with Urban Meyer, the bad draft pick, picking the, Pick the running back at, at 32nd and all that nonsense going on. You need to have a solid pick, whether or not he's going to be an all pro or he's just going to be a good, good, good player for eight to nine years. I, I, I just think you need to go Hutchinson at one. He'd be my number one overall pick. I'd agree. I agree with that. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. I love the pick myself. So um, Hutch, Kind of has some J.J. Watt about him. So, you know, high motor guy, you know, that's, you know, the only thing I think of the Jaguars is, man, how many defensive ends pass rushers can they draft before they get one that actually sticks? 
Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, think would, I, I think I would I think I would compliment Josh Allen. Oh yeah, well then you still got Chase on if they can do anything with him. So yep. You know, but yeah, that's a good pick. All right. Yeah. Um. So obviously, uh, and I, I, in the coin toss went second, and <laughs> through sheer luck, I get to pick the Lions here. Um. Yeah, I mean it's. I kind of knew. I kind of figured. Maybe put Hutch and Lions do need help in a lot of positions. Um, seen a lot of different ones where they draft a defensive back. I do not want that to ever happen again. Um, so I went with uh, Trevon Walker, defensive end from Georgia. Um, I think I think they need edge. I think they need edge help um, on that line, especially, and he's very versatile. I think he kind of fits what uh Campbell's doing in Detroit. So that's my sec- that's my pick for the Lions. I yeah, like the pick. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do like the pick. Uh, my concern with him is he didn't do it in college, but at the same time that's not all that matters. He did he's a test freak, it seems like. The guy just out of the stuff out of the water, his test, his vertical, etc. Um guy and the good one thing I do like about him is it seems like he wasn't asked as much in Georgia to rush the passer he, he actually believe it or not he was on coverage a lot of a lot of the plays he can go sell at a sideline and to have a guy like him at an edge rusher maybe make 60 70 tackles for your defense that's pretty darn good the problem is though with him that I just worry about and this maybe this is my pessimism as a Lions fan is he's got a very 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 high ceiling but his floor can be Pretty, pretty damn low, and it seems like we always pick wrong. But hopefully, new regime, give the benefit of the doubt, and maybe we'll pick right. Yeah, I mean, to that point, you know, he he's either going to be like the the best player in the draft, or he's going to be like one of the biggest busts. Um, and I don't think there's a lot of in between for Walker. I mean, I guess he could be Davion Clowney, where he has an okay year, but you know, okay career, but not what they thought it was going to be. But um. Yeah, I like the pick, honestly. I think Dan Campbell and his style and the, the kind of style of football he wants to play. In a scheme, you know, where he's going to move guys around. You know, if you look at what he did in New Orleans a lot, um, you know, he, he was able to get the most out of a guy like Cam Jordan. And I think that's what you're hoping for at a Trayvon Walker is he can play three or four different spots on the line, move them around, and um, just keep them fresh. You know, don't let them run dry. Absolutely. Uh, so with the third pick, Jordan? Houston, man, what a interesting offseason this team's had. <laughs> From raging dumpster fire of the whole Deshaun Watson thing that I still, even six months after I've been on a podcast, don't want to talk about, to um, just everything. And now, you know, it's kind of interesting. Of all the teams that you think would need a quarterback, they seem to be very content with Davis Mills. And people don't talk about it, but he was actually pretty good last year considering the crap team he was on. Um, so I'm not going to go quarterback here. Uh, they, they can literally draft every other position. And I think at the end of the day, I think for them, if you don't know what to draft, build from the inside. Um, I really want to go sauce here. I love Thibodeau, but I think I'm going to go Iquanu here and just take a guy that could be a tackle, could be a guard. If Tunsil continues to piss off the coaching staff, he can play left tackle. 
Um, and yeah, I'm going to take Ikemekwanu out of NC State here with this pick. That's exactly who I would have picked. I think he's going to be—he's going to be an All-Pro for many years. This guy's really good. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, He's—he's he's a name you see climb up the boards. Um, I've been I mean, before, even with the Hutch talk going number one, which I—this is not a Michigan fan. This is not. I hope he falls to Detroit. This is you have Trevor Lawrence as your franchise quarterback. You need to protect him. <laughs> um, so. I actually won't be shocked if Jacksonville does take a lineman, though. Oh, I'm sure they will at some point in the draft. You have to. <laughs> Poor Trevor. Um, but uh, Eric, they got the J-E-T-S on the clock, man, number four. That'd be Dave. Yeah, that one is me. And I got the other I got the other new I got the other New Jersey New York team. This one for me is Sauce Gardner. I just think it's an instant fit that on that on that uh, on that front on that defense. With the AFC East just being starting to become rich in quarterbacks, the way the NFL's changed, this is going to be a spot for for him. He can you can plug him in almost right away as a as a as a number one corner. Um, full disclosure, I do think this pick does get traded in real, but uh, if they have to pick, they're going to pick. Uh, I think they'll pick Sauce Gardner. Yeah, I mean, I was. I mean, I'm not never really been a fan of taking defensive backs this high, but Sauce Gardner has. I mean, the tools are definitely there. Um, just this, this guy was like, I've seen many different comps. I mean, the way he was in college was very similar to what Daryl Darrell Rivas was um, at Pittsburgh. Um, just very, just shut down. I'm going to shut down your best receiver, and if you throw to me. I'm either going to be deflecting it or I'm picking it. <laughs> um, that's what I've seen in him. So I, I like that pick, even though I, I think it goes against my principle. <laughs> I, I think in a draft full of guys that you don't know if they're good or not, I think he's one of the guys that you, you feel really confident he'll be really good. Like ridiculously low floor, you know. Um, I, I just, I don't, or then again, you know, we learned, you guys learned as Lions fans with Jeff Okuda. You know how a, a corner that supposedly has a low floor can be, but I just think Sauce is just so good. I like him much more than I like the other top corners in the class. Um, you know, he plug and play starter. So, all right, very good. Um, number five, the New York Football Giants. This was one. I mean, my backup went. Um, early, the backup pick I had for this went early. Um, I had a Conway, a Conway there. Um, but my main pick is Evan Neal, another guy that can play tackle and guard from Alabama. Um, you got to give – this is the last year for Daniel Jones. Give him some protection. See what he can do if you give him some time. I, mean, I think you have to go alignment here if you're the Giants. Yeah, yes. I will say mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll say this really quick, David. Andrew Thomas, I, I'll admit when I'm wrong, he looked horrible his rookie year. He looked pretty good last year. Um, and if he continues to be a good left tackle and you put him with Evan Neal, I don't care who their quarterback is. You got two stud tackles, you're in good shape. So, yeah, 
you said that you both you actually took the words right in my mouth. I was, I was going to talk about Andrew Thomas. He looked terrible two years ago. He looked great. He looked not great. We looked a lot better. But he could be a foundation of that line. And uh, you're 100% right, uh, Jordan. Um, they need help in both the O line and the D line. And uh, with two picks in the top seven, they can probably address both. Absolutely. All right, Jordan, number six. Uh, to me, this is where the draft really starts. Um, with the Panthers, you know, when it was like, well, you're going to, you know, take the picks with the threes. It was like, well, okay. And with Carolina, it boils down to, you know, are they really prepared to roll with Sam Donald for another year? Or are they going to take the QB in the future? Um, and it's interesting because <laughs> when you stare at the board as it is right now, both of the top two tackles are gone. Now they've been linked to Charles Cross. Um, but I, I just, I don't think this is a quarterback. I don't buy the hype that they're taking a quarterback. If anything, I would think they would want to trade this pick today's point. If we're, you know, we're not going to trade it for the sake, I think of this mock, but if I'm Carolina, I would love to trade down to like the middle of the pack and see if a Trevor Penning is still there at 15, um, and still get a, a tackle out of the deal. Um, but if the board sits as it is, Man, I really want to take Tibbs and just screw the Giants. Um, but I'm not. I mean, I think this offseason has been about getting the O-line fixed. And they've done a good job. So I'm going to take Charles Cross here. Um, I don't think he's nearly as good as the other two tackles that came off the board. I think they both – the things they do better are better than what he does. But I think he's more well-rounded than they are, if that makes any sense. And I think, you know, you could put Cross a left tackle, Moten at right tackle. And no matter who your quarterback is next year, you know, um, hopefully not Sam Donald, you know, that'll help out. Hopefully that'll help out McCaffrey a little bit. Maybe he can stay healthy for once. So Charles Cross is the pick to the Carolina Panthers. Very unsexy. Yeah, unsexy is right, but I think it it, it might not be a bad pick. And I do agree with you 100%, Jordan. You're, you're still around this area. I mean, up a few hours away, but I don't know if you hear all the nonsense I hear every day. Uh, about these Panthers, I mean, they're just a freaking mess. Just, uh, I mean, Rule doesn't want to be there. Tepper hates Rule, um, so he's gone. He's going to be gone here, gone in October probably if they get off to a bad start. Don't even get me started on Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> they got. I mean, they try to bring someone in that want some experienced coordinator in, and that's who they find. I mean, whatever. But they got zero picks in day two. So their best bet is to trade down. You're 100% right. Trade down. Maybe get some get some second round, get some picks next year, get some picks in, on for, for Friday, and try to get a quarterback. You get a quarterback in, at six. I think you're picking way too early for a quarterback, especially in this draft. Um, so who do you get? That's, that's, that's the hard part. If no one's trading for you, you're kind of you're you're screwed. So go to the linemen. I mean, when in doubt, go to the linemen, especially in this draft. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we all have ties to the area. We all still sort of have that following. So, I mean, everything I've read, I mean, this offseason has been a disaster for them. Um, but, yeah, I would agree. Um, I mean, no. I think next year's, your, next year's your year for a quarterback. This year's not. Correct. Unless you can get, unless you're picking at, at the spot to get one, you can't. This is not the year to reach for one. I don't feel no. like. And no. uh, your best bet, if you're Carolina, is you call up Cleveland and you say, "Listen, I'll give you a, a, I'll give you a six round pick next year, 
or fifth round pick next year, I'll give you a third if this guy plays eighty percent of snaps and 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 some kind of incentive, and we'll get Baker. We'll get Baker for yeah, we'll get Baker for one year. And twenty twenty Baker was pretty good. Twenty twenty, this I think the whole thing with Baker would be a lot different if he would have shut it down last year. But when he played hurt like he played hurt. He he looked horrible. Perceptions, everything, and. uh I think I think it would not be a bad spot for him. I know I know Robbie Anderson doesn't want him there, but uh, it would be a uh, I think it'd be a good spot, especially if you get him for for basically pennies on the dollar, essentially right. for one year. You don't owe him any money after next year, and go from there. Yep, and they and did come out about an hour ago, um, or a few hours ago. Sorry, Panthers are not expected to make the trade for Mayfield prior to the first round. Prior yeah. to the first round, yeah, the qualifier. Yep. Yeah, well, there was no way he was getting a first-round pick, so. No. No, we all kind of knew that. Um, all right. The seventh pick, Dave? Uh, this one's pretty easy for me. Uh, this is Tibbs. Uh, I, I, I get all the slander. I get all the talk about the effort. There's a, I listened to Daniel, Daniel Jeremiah, who I think is pretty smart this kind of stuff, and he he, he was doing a podcast, and he was saying he cut up, he cut up probably – eight, nine hours of tape on this guy, and he saw probably 10 to 12 plays a game where he didn't uh, – he just didn't seem like he'd given up 100% effort all the time, which is kind of common sometimes in these pass rushers. They don't they don't go hard 100%. just can't. And, right. uh, and the people that talk about him not fit uh, well in Detroit to the culture, and he has got a lot of off-the-field things with crypto and, and et cetera, but – way I feel about it is, is all that off-the-field nonsense, that means nothing. If he doesn't produce, then his name's nothing. you got to produce on the field and make any, any of that off-the-field ventures worth anything. And I think at, at seven, it's a, it's a hell of a steal for a guy who potentially could be the best player in this draft. At least the, our top three player. Get him at seven, I think it's a great talent, steal. The, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. his skill set's not – I mean, it's, his skill set's not in question here. Um, when he played and was giving it his all, no question this guy will be going number one. But you do see his attitude off the, his attitude kind of change a little bit. If it doesn't go his way, he's kind of in that type of attitude. And yeah, I mean that's kind of what the the era is around him. Just not. I mean, oh yeah, it's justified. It's definitely justified. The, the questions and uh it's up to him now to shut everybody up yep uh, i think his floor is Jadavion Clowney. just so we're clear i think he is going to be his floor is he's not a pure pass rusher but he's a good player that pushes the pocket because Clowney doesn't get enough credit for that that you know he doesn't get the sacks but he has routinely you know leading the league in like defensive and run stopping and you know, continuously pushes the pocket. And if Tibbs could even be that, the only downside of Tibbs that scares me is he could be a little bit of Randy Gregory. And as a Dallas fan, that would scare me a little bit too. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, there's definitely those things going around him. But um, yeah. Atlanta, I did it. I'll be the one to do it. Kenny Pickett. They traded Matt Ryan. They wow. A, they have a great young player in Kyle Pitts. 
granted suspension. Yeah, Ridley. I think they can. I think they go. Uh, they go. Kenny Pickett. Uh, Again, I don't even know. What to, I don't even know what to say. Like Pickett to me, like good player. I just, what is he in the NFL? Alex Smith. Okay. You know, you can probably win a championship with Alex Smith. You know, if he hadn't gotten hurt, you know, he was looking pretty good. So, um, you know, it's pretty clear what Pat Mahomes did with the Chiefs once he took over. But, hey, if you're in Atlanta, you're taking a swing for the fences. So, I don't totally hate the pick. But, man, Atlanta, oof. Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 a fine pick. It's you got to pick a quarterback sometime, and uh, if you're Atlanta, um, I, I I thought they either go QB or uh, I'm trying to I, I wrote down every pick. Who I think you guys will pick, and I had QB or I had a uh, or I had them picking a receiver there. So you can't go. I don't think you can go wrong with either one. Yeah. All right. So uh, am I on the clock now officially? Yep. All right. So Seattle. I have thought about this pick probably more than any other pick because there's two mindsets I've brought into this pick. Number one is they let go of Russell Wilson and took the number nine pick because they have to feel comfortable. There's something there that they want. There's got to be a player that they know is going to be at nine that they feel like they can take. And they're insane to think that they can ride with Drew Locke. But then again, based on my pick, Carolina's going to ride with Sam Darnold. So. Um, I really want to take the Eagles here. In fact, if I'm Seattle right now, I'm calling the Steelers, I'm calling the Tennessee Titans, saying, hey, how much is the number nine pick worth to you um, at this point? And I'm just trying to get more draft capital to build just build talent on that roster. Because, um, you know, with Atlanta taking Kenny Pickett, now everybody's getting scared. Um, so I'm dangling the QB next. But in this scenario, um, I'm going to take the best player on the board, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to go Derek Stingley. Um, the thing about him is he had one good year in college, and that's scary. Um, but, you know, I, I think he's had just the raw talent. And if you're going to stay at nine, swing for the fences and try and get the next day in the So Yeah, um, Stingley's – a name that you saw very high on boards early and then it's sort of fallen um, like to where he might not even be a first round pick. Like that's his range right now. So I really don't know what to think of him. <laughs> um, I think he's shown the flashes that he can be very good in the NFL, but also very bad. So I, but yeah, like you said, if you're going to swing for the fences, yeah, I mean, you take a guy that could be – he has the talent to be the number one pick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he does. And uh, I would have – but who I had thought in there tentatively was uh, Jermaine Johnson. Um, I just think I could either win a doubt, go, go to D-line. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're at a point – it all depends on what Seattle feels like they, what, what, where they're at as a franchise. I mean, if you think you're four years away in the NFL, you're really only supposed to be a year or two away once you get yourself a quarterback. Um, 
they feel they're two, three years away at least. Get a guy like him. Get get some get the NFL medicals on him. Get, keep keep him healthy, and uh, he, he could be something special. Jordan's not wrong there. I think he's got a, he's got a good point with that guy. I I really think they're gonna trade the pick though. Just so we're clear, like I really think that that's a spot where they traded that. Pick. Yeah, would agree with that. Um, all right, number ten. Another Jets pick. Um, this is the pick that they want to get rid of so bad. They've been trying to get DK Metcalf for this pick for seems like three months. You hear all these rumors. So this 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 to me screams wide receiver. And now the only thing, so it narrows down the receiver for me. So who I like the best? Um, I think they go Garrett Wilson in this in this slot. Um, he can step right in from day one. Be the, be the number one receiver. Um, and that, and then they they they've got a shutdown corner, hopefully, and number one receiver. That's pretty good for for two, for two picks in the top ten, I think, for the Jets. Absolutely, um, yeah. I mean, these this is a. I mean, everyone talks about. I mean, a lot of people have talked about the edge rushers in this draft. This is one of the deepest receiving classes I've ever seen. Uh, there's four or five of them that are going to go first round. I think, if not more. Um, but I very I like that pick a lot. Um, if they can do it, I mean, you have, you have the young quarterback and Zach Wilson. Um, so, I mean, he's got to stay healthy. He's shown his rookie year. He showed some flashes of why he was taken high out of BYU last year, but you also saw the growing pains of a rookie quarterback. Um, but that's a, it's a good pick. Give, give the guy some help. Uh, he's, he's very, he's a very smooth receiver. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, my pick, um, staying in the, staying in the East, but the NFC East is the Washington Redskin football team commanders, whatever they're called now. Um, I was torn between two positions, defensive back and wide receiver. Yeah, this is a guy that has the tools to go top five. I've seen him climb as high as three, four. Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame at safety. This is a big safety. A lot of comparisons to one of the greatest safeties ever, Ed Reed the way he plays. I mean, that's a very high ceiling. Um, so that's why I went Kyle Hamilton. I, I think he's been dropping on all the boards lately. I've seen a lot of mocks where he goes in like the late teens, early 20s now. And I don't really know why. You know, I guess teams are trying to figure out, you know, is he really truly an in-the-box safety, kind of like a Jeremy Chin? Or is he going to be your drop-back kind of plays center field guy. And I think it just depends on the team. Um, the thing going for him is that Ron Rivera knows how to coach for defense. Um, and they do have a hole. I mean, you know, Landon Collins, for all that he was, you know, was an in-the-box safety. So they're replacing an in-the-box safety with a guy presumably that's an in-the-box safety. So I don't – I actually like the pick. I think it's a, a decent pick. I think it's a great pick. Uh, I mean, Jack Arrios, he puts a coordinator over there right now, I believe, too. So you're right with him and Rivera. Those guys can coach coach some defensive players, and um, I mean he's got 
he's got comparisons to Derwin James. Um, I even saw one guy compare him to Ken Griffey Jr. Believe it or not, just because of his uh, his intelligence and just how how quick he can how quick he can get like a compared to Griffey getting a hit, get running on the outfield from a, right off the bat to him wrap right a quarterback's arm. And uh, as long as that knee's good, so I believe he was out with a knee injury, didn't he? He hurt his knee at the end of the year. And yeah, uh, as long as that knee, as as knee's good, I think it's going to be a great pick. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, there's some questions, which to your point, Jordan, could be why he's falling. Maybe there's a report out there. I mean, this is obviously until Thursday. We're not, we're, we're not going to know anything. I mean, up until, up until that, the picks, it's smokescreen season. Well, as um, long as he stays away from the gas mask bombs, I think he's okay. Yes. Nice Laramie Tunsil reference. Thank you. Um, all right, at 12. Minnesota. Uh, so if I'm the Vikings right now, I'm pissed that you just took Kyle Hamilton. <laughs> I'm like, you sons of bitches, because I need a safety real bad. Um, so then, you know, you look at the other knees. and it's I, don't like, want him in, I, I don't want them in the north. No, I don't blame you. <laughs> so, um, so I'm looking at, like, the available spots here, and, oh, there's such a boomer bus player I want to take right now for them, but. Oh, man, you're making this hard for me. I don't like it. Um, I'm going to pull the trigger on it and say, screw it. Um, new head coach. Um, you know, I think you're riding with Kirk Cousins for at least another year. You've got Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen's getting old. Why not give him a miniature version of Mike Williams? I'm going to take Drake London out of USC and just give him a big jump ball receiver as much as I think Jordan Davis would make a bigger defense or Jermaine Johnson playing on the other side of that ball, I think you got to go all in on the defense and give Cousins as many weapons as possible. Because um, that's the only way that you're going to be successful this year, at least. So, Drake London's my pick. Uh, in, the, in the words of Lucius from Talladega Knights, don't put that evil on me. Um, because a duo of Drake London and Justin Jefferson in the NFC North. Just saying Dallas did it, and it seemed to be okay. I have something to say, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Dick. <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, no, that's good. That's a, I, I like that, though. Um, they do need a receiver. Um, I think he could move Thielen back into the slot um, if you do that. So, very good. Very good pick. Yeah, I like it a lot as well. Uh, I hope he's going to fall to Philadelphia, um, and maybe he will in the real draft. But uh, that was a good, that was a good take. Thirteenth pick, lucky number thirteen for the uh, for the Texans. Uh, they they came earlier and got their offensive lineman, so they're going to go down to their defensive lineman. He was not, he was not my pick. I thought he would have been this guy would have been picked about four or five picks ago. So I'm taking uh, Jermaine Johnson. Um, he's a t- in. This is the real life draft order and the real life draft picks. They they're gonna get a steal. He's a top ten pick in my eyes. Fall to thirteen. This guy's got every. He's one of the few defensive linemen, besides probably Hutch, that can play all three downs right now. Um, he just uh, maybe he's a little bit a little bit slower. That's probably why he's not a top five pick. 
but he's a uh, he's someone that I think he, he can set he can set the edge for many years for the uh, for the for the Texans. No, I like I it. Think- I like that a lot. That's a good one. No, very good pick. Um, I think he would fit that. Um, I mean, just very not quite as explosive off the line, but he can still get. He can still uh, be double blocked. He's he's that type of defensive end. Um, and I just I think the down years at Florida State have kind of overshadowed. Um, some of the talent that they have um, as well. That's a fair point. And I'll say this, man. I would have considered Thibodeau at three for the Texans. Um, so to get a guy that's maybe not quite as good, but is still like the number three edge rusher in the class, um, and you still get your top tackle choice, um, man, if I'm Houston right now, maybe, maybe they're believing a little bit in Levy. Yeah, and – you know what they, uh, you know, I mean, to kind of the point um, when you're when we're talking about the Trayvon Walker pick, like the def- defensive end, it's not all about sacks. Um, a lot of sports are going analytical. It's can you pressure that quarterback? Can you get to him to throw him off his game? Can you hit him just as he's about to release it and force a turnover? Most of these defensive ends may not be the sack machines that people like to see, but they can definitely get to the quarterback. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I like that one there. All right, Ravens. Um, my original pick was already taken. I think that's the first time we had this happen. Um, I did think. You got to protect Lamar. Um, I actually had Charles Cross um, right here at 14. Um, I still think this is actually a good area for him to be in the real draft. But for this mock, I mean, one of the things that they need is an edge rusher, which has been a big theme here in this first round. George Karloftis from Purdue, defensive end. Ooh. I like this kid. Um, this is an, another kid that has that get to the quarterback, great swim move, can bull rush. So this is a, and Baltimore is a great fit for him if he gets there. Yeah, I, I he feels like a Raven. You know, like three, four, and um, you know, again, is he going to get double digit sacks? Probably not, but he's going to collapse the pocket. You know, everybody gets hyped in the NFL about sacks, 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 sacks. Yeah. It's not really the name of the game. The name of the game is to collapse the pocket and make the quarterback think outside of, you know, his reads. And I, that's the kind of guy that would do that. So I love that pick, Eric. And he kind of does – and he also kind of reminds me of a little bit of another Purdue defensive end, Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah. So that's yep. – uh, that's my pick for the Ravens. That was a good one. I like that one. Oh, boy. We got the Eagles. Yeah. Picking for oh your boy. rival. Do I love picking for my – no, I can be subjective. <laughs> so subjective. Who are they going to take? We're going to take the uh, number 280th player. Um, so, okay. 
So with the Eagles, there's there's two trains of thought. Number one, it's Harry Roseman. So, you know, probably take a defensive lineman because that's what they do every year. Um, or, you know, we're going to take a wide receiver that's probably not going to be very good. Um, you know, that's a possibility of taking a wide receiver here. Oh, man, I'm torn between two guys here. I am going to put the band back together, even though they didn't play together. People think they did. They didn't. Give me Jamison Williams to give Jalen Hurts another option. Arthur Whiteside was a total bust. Um, I think Jalen Rager is approaching bust territory. Um, he needs to do something this year. Uh, Devontae Smith proved to be pretty good with a quarterback that doesn't really throw the ball more than like 15 yards. Um, and, you know, so the thing is, Jamison Williams is a straight line speed guy. You're not going to roll with Jalen Hurts, I think, for very much longer. Um, so give you a guy that can stretch the field. Give you your Deshaun Watson, essentially. Or Deshaun's, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, that's my pick. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, um, this is Jameson Williams. Um, that was actually my backup pick if he was taken off the board um, for Washington. Um, I mean, Terry McCullough and uh, Terry McLaurin and uh, Jameson Williams, I think it would be a very terrifying <laughs> duo. Um, but I, I don't know what the Eagles need to do. I mean, this is a team that has got a rip for taking receivers over Justin Jefferson and DK Metcalf. I mean, this is kind of like PTSD for Lions fans right now, watching the Eagles draft wide receivers. Um, so, I mean, eventually it has to stick, and I think Jamison Williams could be a good good one there. And all reports are that he's healthy. That he's actually had a schedule, so he should be good to go. Yeah, he has had a schedule. I mean, middle, probably get a half a year out of him this year, if possible. I mean, Jimmy Williams, if healthy, he's, he's probably going to the top five. I mean, let's be real about it. This guy was phenomenal. He's fast, he's got good hands. I mean, he's probably the best Alabama receiver for, for a long time. They've had some good ones there. Yeah, I was going to say, that um, says something. I mean, Devontae Smith won the Heisman, uh-huh. um, Jerry Judy. Um, Calvin Ridley. And these guys are that's a they've had great wide receivers. But well, yeah, I agree. When this first when this first round is done, you're probably gonna have what six, seven Georgia defenders in the first round, I'm guessing. Something like that. And maybe and maybe three in like the high second round. I mean, it's gonna be it's a lot. And the crazy part about all that was if Williams stayed healthy, Alabama's probably winning that national championship game. They were, in, they, were in, they were in control of that game before he tore that ACL. Yeah, that definitely felt so like a good punch. That's a uh, special player, and yeah. uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great, great pick. Yeah, Especially absolutely. If you, can, if you have – and you're picking twice. Um, he wouldn't have been my pick if he was on the board. Um, I think they also need a cornerback, which brings in Dax Hill to the conversation. I was going to say there's a method. early for him. There's a method of my madness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but either way, you can't go can't go wrong with one of those guys. No, absolutely. All right. Sixteenth sixteenth pick. Everybody said when the Saints did this trade with the Eagles, they were gonna go right right away to cornerback or to, to quarterback. I disagree. Um 
on that roster, they already have Jameis and they already have Andy Dalton. Bringing up, I'm not, and those guys aren't world beaters. They're not guys of the future, obviously, but paying two guys for quarterback. So it seems really stupid and inconceivable to sign a guy like Andy Dalton, then cut him instantly when you, when you draft a quarterback. It doesn't make any sense to me. So uh, I think the laying off cornerback needs more line help. I'm going uh, Trevor Penning, Northern Iowa. Like that one a lot. Um, yeah, this is obviously Northern Iowa FCS school. Um, yeah, man, he's got the size, he's got the ability. I mean, that's a good spot for him. He's definitely going. I think he's definitely going mid first round. Um, uh, actually, kind of leads to the next pick that I had because I had. I had him going to the Chargers to protect Justin Herbert. Um, yeah. But that's a good one. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I, you lost Ron Armstead. You need to tackle. I mean, sometimes things in life are just as simple as they need to be. You know? Absolutely. Um, so, with that being said, I'm with the offensive tackle off the board. Um, Chargers, great defense. Um, Bosa, Mack. Um, Derwin James went healthy. is a great young safety, but they still need some corner help. Washington corner, Trent McDuffie. I mean, the AFC West is the best uh, quarterback division in the game, in the league. And if you're not protecting your quarterback, try to pick the other quarterback. <laughs> um, so I think that's what Trent McDuffie does. Got some solid coverage skills. Can also ball hawk if needed. Um, Washington also is a very sneaky defensive back school. How come you like him uh, over Hill? I'm just curious. I just think Dax Hill, has, I think it's a reach in the mid-teens. Um, he's more probably in that 20 to – he's the bottom third of the draft. I just he's, – he's He seems small, but maybe maybe he's just lanky. Yeah. But I do like – but I do think they go defensive back if they don't get an offensive lineman. No, no arguments there. Yeah. Uh, well, you took my pick, kind of. So, um, you know, my, my whole thinking with Jamison Williams earlier is, you know, you take the best talented offensive skill player on the board, and then you look and see what's left to help your defense out. And with the Eagles, it's, it's you know, I'm really wanting to take Jordan Davis here because I think he's probably got the most upside. But they don't really need another Fletcher Cox, even though Fletcher Cox is older. Um, and you know, he's they've cut him and then resigned him to a one year deal, so you could very easily take Jordan Davis here. And I may be talking myself into the pick now, but um, I think for the Eagles, I know you guys just kind of crapped on a little bit, but I love Dax Hill. I think he can play safety, I think he can play slot corner. Um, you know, you have big play play out there. Um, you know, I think they liked what they saw. Um, out of some of their safeties last year, but I think they want to get just more talented in the backfield. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Dax Hill because I think, you know, he's the kind of guy that they can put in four or five different spots. 
and kind of cover different spots on the field, you know, and in the East, you know, where you've got, you know, the Cowboys loading up, the Redskins are loading up now. Um, you know, I think you need three or four corners um, in the NFC East. So, yeah, I'm going to take Dax Hill and I know he's undersized and he doesn't really have one position he does well, but I'll grab a linebacker in the next round. <laughs> Call it a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I'll go ahead. No, I mean, if the if the reach is there, I, mean, I think this would be it around this eighteen to eighteen, seventeen, eighteen range. Um, that would be the that would be the absolute highest I would say for Dex Hill. Yeah, Hill Hill Hill's a good pick. I mean, him and McDuffie, I, I do think McDuffie's a little bit better. That's why he's typically, I guess, plays higher in this mock draft. But uh, yeah, Eagles. I think they if they can get a receiver. And a defensive back, I think, just kind of like the Jets, they uh, they had themselves a good first day. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, New Orleans Saints. Well, he's here, and he should probably have been picked about seven spots earlier. Um, he's, he was not on my pick on this one, but I'm going to take him because he hasn't got picked yet. As uh, Jordan Davis, guy's a monster. Um, another Georgia defensive defensive player. Um, he's, he's phenomenal. He's a. Uh, I thought he might go to Baltimore, believe it or not. Uh, but he just uh, he's. I mean, he's still developing a little bit as a pass rusher. Um, he's a two down defender, but his uh, his his size, his freak athleticism, his power. I think he's a. It's a perfect spot number nineteen, and uh, with a team that was very high in salary cap last few years and uh, they're kind of starting over they're they're you get some guy in the offensive line then this is like the theme of the draft for me one old line player early one D line player later vice versa and you kind of go from there yeah I, I think uh, on that defensive line now is terrifying um even though cam jordan's getting older he's still very good um you know, Marcus Davenport looked like he was going to be a big bust and actually ended up playing pretty well the last year or two. Um, you put Jordan Davis on that line now and had him in that rotation, you know, you're, New Orleans is going to hit your quarterback officially now. Yeah, that's – I mean, I really – I mean, obviously, going back to September from college thing, I mean, we were pretty high on Georgia – um, knowing what this team had in them and the players they had. It wasn't until I watched that CFP semifinal game against Michigan that I really saw Jordan Davis. Wow. Man, to see someone that big, 6'6", 350 range, run that fast, that I mean, four seven eight forty. Just as you said, it's a freak athletic, and the forty time was faster than Patrick Mahomes is. By the way, scary dude. If he plays a significant amount of snaps, he's a scary freaking dude. Yeah, I mean, if he can get conditioned to be a three down back, maybe rotate him on the end to tackle on third down. If it's third and short, I'm putting Jordan Davis in the middle of my defensive line. 
because that's going to be hard to stop. Um, but I like that pick. Um, so Steelers, I mean, I kind of flipped here. It's the offensive side of the ball. They're, oh. they're high on Malik Willis. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the two QBs. I went Tyler Lindbaum from uh, Iowa at center. Ooh. I like this kid. Um, very good center. Commands the line. Can block, open up the holes. He'll open up, he'll open up those holes for Najee Harris. Um, I like this pick. So, well, he's good. Yeah, for sure. I did read some stuff though, and I don't know if you guys have heard it, but I heard he's dropping out of the first round. Like that could just be smoke screen stuff, but I heard that like teams are not falling in love with him in round one, and that he may be like a mid day two selection. That's a, if that's okay, if that's not smoke screen, and he does, that's a steal for whoever takes him. Yeah, I mean, you look at um, what's the kid last year that fell to the Chiefs? Creed Humphrey. Yep. So I think that he could be this year's Creed Humphrey. Okay. Okay. This screams QB to me. This pick does, um, whether it's Pickett or, or Willis. This, this, I think this is where they start to go. Um, if they don't go, this, if they don't go six Panthers, eight Falcons, possibly nine Seahawks. I think they, I think here's where you start seeing it go down, and I think. Uh, that picks a great pick you had, Eric. Um, he's a first round talent. If he goes the second round, you're 100% right. Someone got a first round, someone got lucky, and uh, go buy a lottery ticket. But I think this is a uh, screams. Uh, I think I, I agree Kenny, with this. Kenny Pickett or Murray or Malik Willis. One of the two. Or Ritter. There's people who are saying that, like Desmond Ritter, too. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it. But, yeah. You know, yep. takes one team. All right, so I've got New England next on the clock, huh? Boy, yep. do I love. Boy, do I have some options here. Um, everything about this pick tells me to take either Devin Lloyd or Nicobe Dean. Everything they both feel like New England linebackers. One hundred percent. Um, but I'm not going to do that because you have a nice new shiny quarterback that needs help and people to throw to. And I don't know if you've ever seen what a white guy does in that offense. Um, throwing the quarterback or throwing the ball. But I'm going to take Chris Lava here. I'm going to get Mac Jones, a nice new deep threat he can throw the ball to. So he doesn't have to lean on his tight ends and the 37 running backs that they use. Um, you know, and I really think that in the next round, I can see them trading even back up. Uh, I think they just made a trade today with Houston where it was like they like took like their fifth and traded like a sixth and a seventh. So th- they're doing yes. something where they're yeah. getting like mid-round picks. I think they're loading up to probably come back into the tail end of the first round and grab one of those linebackers. But for now, uh, I'm, I'm going to give my boy Max something to play with. It sounds wrong, but whatever. No, I like Chris Olave here actually. Um, but I do agree. I think I actually believe that this pick in the real draft 
they do go they do go linebacker, and I do believe that it is Devin Lloyd from Utah. Um, I just think that that screams versatility for Belichick. Yeah, he can play all three linebacker spots. So yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of things in New England, they always trade back, so this pick probably won't be here at twenty-one. I'll probably trade twenty-one for a couple of the second round and something next year. But if it is there, um, yeah, everybody's looking linebackers. But don't sleep on uh, Kyrie Elam from Florida. They lost J.C. Jackson free agency. They do need a cornerback. Um, Belichick loves cheap people, and so he'd be a rookie contract on a, on a quarterback, and uh, that's someone to keep an eye on as well. Absolutely. All right. Like Jordan picking for his rivals, Dave, you're picking for for ours. Yeah. Um, this, this, uh, Alave was, probably was going to be my pick there. Um, I was going to either want him at 22 or uh, – or at 28. But I guess with, with no big receivers left, I think these guys here are going to go uh, – I think they will go receiver at 22. And uh, Christian Watson, North Dakota State. They're, they, they, I think they're going to – they are gonna they might do a bit of panic. They know they're going to make Rodgers happy. Um, Watson's not a bad receiver by any means. I mean, North Dakota State receiver, so he's going to have to get used to a lot better competition. But uh, – this is a this pick in 28 to me. I think there's going to be a package to move up to get one of those big guys that that we that are off the board already. But if they're not, they got to settle. Um, Christian Watson is one that I like. If they're going to go receiver, mm-hmm. if not, they they should just go go defense right away and uh, go pick up uh, this guy's last name Ibikite from Penn State. Very very good defensive end rusher. Yeah, um, that's why. That's what actually that's who I'm going to pick. I think they're going to trade up and get receiver. So I'm going defensive lineman right here. Yeah, I mean he's a big guy. He's six four, two oh eight. So great size. Dangerous after the catch. Um, obviously, it makes him a big red zone weapon with his size. Can high point the ball. He'll miss. I mean, it's a mismatch. Um, no matter where you are, pretty much. Um, obviously, like you said. The lower level competition, um, and maybe kind of groom him for that NFL level, but that'd be a great pick for them, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a very solid pick. I like that there. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of going into my next one with the Cardinals, um, kind of the same thought process. Um, I thought too, I mean, he might have gone offensive line. Um, in Green Bay because that's what that's a big need too. Um, Cardinals need that, but they also lost Christian Kirk. Um, Kyler's not happy. Even they said they're not going to trade him. There's still no new contract. Kind of like Green Bay, you got to make this guy happy. Traylon Burks from Arkansas, wide receiver. I like this one. I uh, this. This is kind of the area Traylon's been for a while. Not quite as flashy as the other receivers, but well, I like him. He'll get a lot of snaps at two because with D-Hop there, 
AJ Green being 700 years old, um, you know, uh, give Kyler as many chances as possible to be successful. Yeah. Love a big apology. He's great, big. He's big size too. I mean, he's six three, two twenty five. Um, so the size is there. Um, multi sport athlete, so he's got the athleticism, and he got better. Uh, got got better every year. Um, four five forty, good, thirty three inch vertical. So, got some good art. Got got some length as well. So I think this is going to be a good weapon to complement uh, D Hop. Mm-hmm. Good pick. All right, twenty fourth, the Dallas Cowboys. All right, so. <laughs> I've been looking at what's on the board, and I, I, I don't know why I'm going so non-conventional on this one, but everything about this tells me it's taking either Zion Johnson or Kenny Green right now. You know, we lost Leo Collins, which, you know, I don't care if, as a Dallas fan, if you know how you are on Terrence Steele, he's not Leo Collins, um, regardless of that weird thing that happened last year. Um, Connor Williams... People don't really think about how important he was, but he actually developed into a really nice player. That's why I got a really nice contract. Um, I do think, though, that Dallas can get some offensive lineman depth later in the draft. To me, you need a guy on the D-line that's a disruptor. I think with Micah leading the charge, us keeping tank, um, you know, everybody talks about Jordan Davis on that defensive line in Georgia, but nobody talks about my guy Devontae Wyatt, who I am drafting in the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he, you park him next to Tank. Um, you know, the, the whole Tristan Hill experiment was a total bust. We took Odigazawa last year, who turned out to be pretty good, but I just, I want a guy on the D-line that's going to stop the run um, and is going to disrupt the inside. And that'll make life for Micah a lot easier uh, when he's flying off the edge or doing one of the 17 things he does as a linebacker, so. It's got to be Devontae Wyatt for me. He, he's so good. And I think he's actually more a complete player than Jordan Davis really is. Um, he just, again, Jordan Davis, the things he does better, he does better than Devontae Wyatt, but I think Devontae Wyatt does more things. So that is my official pick for the Cowboys this year. I like that. Yeah, I was, I, I, yeah, I was in Red Rusher too. Um, Boy, Mafe, one come to mind. Um He's gonna be more on the outside. He's not gonna be a stuffer like what, like Wyatt. But he would take over the Gregory role, Mafe. I yes. would absolutely yeah. consider. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I think you're you're on the right right thing with the with the line. Um, there was some crazy stat last year when Gregory and Lawrence and Parsons all played in the same time. They were just, I mean, there were just some crazy record breaking um, statistics they were having, and uh, you got you got to duplicate that somehow. Um, you got you got a pro, you got some running back problems over there. Obviously, I got one now, but you got some. Uh, used to start start from the uh, start from both lines and go from there, and uh, I think that's a great pick. Absolutely, absolutely. Next up, the Bills Mafia. Yeah, this one made pretty easy. Kyrie Elam, defensive back from Florida. Um, they do need uh, – I think I said I, I would love him at 21 for the Pats. So, 
pass losses the Bills game. Um, I think if he can start right away in the opposite side to uh, training on white and uh, that complements their uh, two shut two shutdown quarters right there, two quarters that both play man man coverage, but these frees you up to do a, several different things on the on the defensive line and and blitz schemes with that's um, McDermott's specialties as defensive coach. And the rich get richer. I mean, I'm going to tell you this now. The Bills are my pick for Super Bowl next year. And uh, the rich get richer. I think it's going to be a, that's a great pick for them. Yeah. No, it's a very good pick. Um, I like that one a lot. Especially if Trey White doesn't come back healthy. Yes. If Trey White comes back, I mean, if he's half as what he was, he's still better than half the NFL. Yeah. Um, but, again, it's just the thinking – you know, like I have the Eagles, just give me four or five guys, six guys, seven guys that can cover, you know, especially if you're going to keep up with the damn AFC West. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Um, another been the contender in the AFC for a while. Tennessee Titans. Man. Um, they need help on the line, on the offensive line. They need help at receiver. So it's kind of torn. Um, I think this is the spot Kenyon Green goes, the guard from Texas A&M. Uh, I mean, I, we keep saying it. How long does Derrick Henry have? If you want to keep pushing him, open up the lane. And Green does that. And he can protect your quarterback. So that's why I went there. Eric, I have to be totally honest. If I had this pick, I would I would sprint to the stand and tell him I'm drafting Malik Willis if I'm a Tennessee Titans. He's still there at 26. Tannehill, uh, you know, Tannehill is what in his late 30s. He's not very good. Um. If it were me and I was them, I would be taking Malik Willis. I heard Daniel Jeremiah just mention that the other day, and I absolutely love that idea. That if there's their quarterback that they like still on the board at 26, they won't hesitate to pull the trigger. So, but I do like Kenyon Green though. Yeah, um, I think you're in a, you're in the territory now where uh, Malik Willis still on the board, or and uh, Ritter, or even some of the other guys, you're gonna start seeing some of these. These teams just move out of the like Tennessee, just popping out of that spot, drop a few spots, or take a couple early second round picks, and then kind of move on. But yeah, I think they do need a guard. Um, Zion Johnson was one that I thought of originally, mm-hmm. who I had slotted in here. But uh, tomato, tomato, both great, both great guards. Can't go wrong with one. Yeah, absolutely. I guess when in doubt, go, go, go the guy that plays in the SEC, huh? Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tampa Bay. Um, I believe this is Zion Johnson for the record, like 100%. Yeah. I wouldn't even blink. I would agree um, with that. <laughs> like, they lost Alex that. Kappa. You know, uh, Ali Marpet just decided he was going to retire like the rest of the Bucks, except he at least stated his conviction and decided to stay retired. Um, so, yeah, this is Zion Johnson. You're going to put him next to Tristan Wirfs and that – offensive line is just going to continue to do dirty things. 
One hundred percent. So, oh, and they picked up Shaq. They picked up Shaq Mason too, for yep. nothing from the from the Patriots. So you know they lost Alex Kappa, um, and some other guys on the line, and they just completely reload. You know, like the Bills, the rich get richer. The Buccaneers are just going to have a top eight offensive line next year. Yeah, that's a good pick. I have no no arguments on that one. Yeah, um, the only, only thing you could maybe think is if one of the defensive ends are, uh, or defensive tackles are still on the board, they got to replace Sue as well. And uh, so that, that's going to be another, another potential opportunity for them. But uh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, I thought about 500, I thought about Devin years old. So I thought Devin Lloyd at that pick too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you've got, not Devin Bush, you've got, um, Devin White. Devin White. You know, but who else do you have at linebacker? You know? So, but yeah, it's it's Zion Johnson. Okay, the Packers. All right, Dave, pick for the rival again. Um, since I went receiver first with uh, Watson, I'm going defensive end this time. They, they got to replace Zarius Smith. Um, so I'm going who I contemplated going at pick 22 is that Arnold uh, – Ibiki from uh, Penn State. Uh, he just a hard, he's just a great edge rusher, and uh, I think that that's the that's the next pick for them. One hundred percent. Definitely, can see them going off wide receiver, defensive line. Um, again, there could be some offensive help there as well if needed on the line, but I think they're going to go offense, defense in the first round as well. Um, so, all right, the Chiefs' first of back-to-back picks from a San Francisco through Miami deal at twenty-nine. Based on the reports, based on the when it came out, the recovery time, they need some help on the line, and he can when healthy. He can if he was healthy, he'd be going in the top fifteen possibly top 10 Hutch's counterpart, David Ajaba defensive end, Michigan at 29. I actually really like that. Just take a swing at it. Um, I just think the way his, the way his Achilles has been healing, the way they've been, I mean, it's crazy that an Achilles is back in six months now, but this guy went healthy as a this is is a high first round pick. So the Chiefs get yes, lucky, and they got lucky, and they they they, they have luxury they they're able to wait on him a little bit, and uh, I this is going to be the the pick of the draft probably, but when it's all said and done. Once he's healthy and he can play better, he's probably going to have a better career than, than Hutchinson. He's got so much more potential. And uh, he, he, this, this, this kid's good, and he's a little bit, he's a little bit quicker. Um, Achilles, you never know what's going to happen with that. But uh, if he can get back to his form, I think he was – his ascend, his ascendance was still going way, way high. I mean, he, he unleashed something last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, – it's sad that it's going to take a little bump in the road to stop him right now, but 
but then a lot of these places is just all about where you get drafted. I mean, NBA is the ultimate where you get drafted, but the see, the, uh, the see NFL Jordan is cool. the NFL is pretty similar in some in some positions. Obviously, quarterback and uh, but these line these linemen and, and receivers and whatnot. That's this that's huge. I think that's a, that's that's gonna be the steal of the draft. You look back at that in three years, and be like, oh my goodness, this guy was thirtieth. And speaking of 30 with the Chiefs, Jordan? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trading this pick <laughs> immediately. Um, no, because um, right now there are teams looking at the best, arguably the best and most talented quarterback in the class still sitting there, um, and Desmond Ritter. Um, but under these conditions, um, it's going to come down to two players for me. It's, it's either going to be a receiver, which everybody thinks they need, you know, just because you traded Tyreek Hill doesn't mean you have to go out and get 17 guys to replace him. And you already have a Cole Harvin. You signed Juju. People forget to sign Juju. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's going to be dynamic with Pat Mahomes. He hasn't really had a quarterback that can throw the ball deep to him. No offense to Ben. Um, and and, and MVS, you know, say what you want to about him. You know, he gets the job done. So I'm going to continue to build the defense with this pick. I'm going to take Andrew Booth Jr., as a corner, um, you know, we don't, we don't know what's going on with Honey Badger. Presumably he's leaving, um, you know, so I, I'm going to continue to build up that secondary and try and help Pat Mahomes get off the field a little bit. So, <laughs> you know, just, 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 just help him out a little. So I'm going to take Andrew Booth Jr. here corner. Okay. I like that one. I like that one a lot. All right, the surprising, the surprising runner-ups, the Cinderella stories, Cincinnati Bengals at thirty-one. Yeah, I mean, you guys kind of get in a bad position with this team here because I was really hoping there's gonna be a lineman left, and I, I think all of them have been taken, unless I missed one. Um, but everybody who I picked in there, you take um, Johnson. Um, I really wanted the guy from Iowa. Um, Linderbaum, but you, you already picked him up down the road at, at, at pick 20. So this has got to be a uh, almost a trade pick, but it's not going to be for the purpose of this thing. Um, no one picked him yet. I don't think I had him written down. As uh, I think they'll, 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 go, they'll go Devin Lloyd. You know, you want to pick Lloyd, but only you ever did pick him, right? No, he's, he's have still, a, he's still yeah. free. Yeah. Um, Lloyd, he's a he's a top twenty pick, probably in my eyes. Yeah. And uh, this this part of the draft always gets tricky, anyways. And with him available, you, you got to grab him. One hundred percent. If he's still on the board there, you got to take him. Um, which kind of leads me to the next pick. If Jordan, do you have any thoughts on that? Bengals. No, I, I I think you know you pair him with that other kid they have a linebacker who I don't remember on the plate at like Montana. Um, but yeah, I mean, damn, you, you give them a stud, you know, linebacker that can run around and wrap up tackles and defend. Uh, don't make them any scarier, please. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wrapping it up. 32nd pick from the Rams, the Detroit Lions. If this happens, I'm going to love it. Nicobe Dean. Whoa. This guy is versatile. 
Um, he can get to the quarterback. He can cover outside linebacker, defensive end. He can. I think he he's got the attitude that Campbell likes. He's got the speed. Um, I've compared him to what Thomas Davis was at at UGA. Um, and we all know again ties to the Panthers. If Thomas Davis did not tear his ACL twice, <laughs> he's likely in Canton. I mean, that's how good Thomas Davis was. Yeah. yeah he very well respected veteran. And Nicobe Dean just gives me that vibes. I, not just because he played at Georgia, but because he can do the things I said. Get to the quarterback. Cover as a linebacker. Can wrap up tackles. All things the line, all things the lines need. Eric, do you not consider Malik Willis here a little bit? If he's still on the board. If he's still on the board, no, because um, we're picking 34 <laughs> as well. So, see, so, yeah, I, I would take Willis there. I think Dean will probably be there with that 34th pick. I'm if saying he, I hate it. Like if he thing. if he is if Nicobe Dean's at 34, there's well, well, we're t- I think we're talking about a steal of the draft as well. Jacksonville is Jacksonville picking 33. Yeah, 33rd. So you know, God only knows what they would take. I, I guess I could see Jacksonville. Uh, I guess they could go linebacker. I mean, they did lose um, Miles Jack this year, so okay, that, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, the the pro of the Lions picking. I mean, if Dean's there at thirty-two, holy shit, that's great, and <laughs> yeah. uh, you can go from there. But if the Lions just pick a quarterback, they would be foolish to pick it at thirty-four. You should pick it at thirty-two instead of thirty-four. Reason being is that thirty-two, which is the first the round, year. you get the fifth year, yep. and that's important. Extra year control, extra year development, and so if you're going to look at Ritter or Willis or someone like that. Then you you take them or that's that that's that right there is where you where you you trade that pick for for a couple of day two picks and you have them thirty four and forty five forty nine etc. But uh, that's 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 also the other uh, stipulation if you think you guys can develop in three or four years. But if Dean's there, holy crap, yeah, take that and, and go. Um, Lewis sign same team, just safety. Always talk about does. us getting. That was my Kyle backup. Hamilton at number two. That was my backup pick if someone uh, had taken Dean. Um, I put Lewis yeah, on there. Can't go wrong with him. Then you go from there. I mean, then yeah. no running backs in round one. I don't. I think that stays the same. Um, and yeah, I mean, it'll be fun draft. Let's get to Thursday. Right. Yep. No, that's obviously it. Um, I'm again, can't wait for Thursday. It's and one of it, it's like Christmas um, for me. Um, but uh, yeah, um, we hope you enjoyed the mock draft. Um, we'll see how badly we messed the mock up. Um, obviously, this is no trades. So uh, thanks for listening. As always, I'm Eric Weirdo with Dave Kramer and. Thank you, Jordan, for jumping on. It's good to have you back. Um, we'll try to get you on a little more. Yeah, I missed you guys. Thanks. No problem. Take care, guys.